0: Welcome to the Narrow Walk Podcast. I'm your host, Elisha Brown. Um, and this is episode one. I'm really excited. I It's not my first time in the podcasting situation and stuff like that. Um, but we're not going to talk about that today. So <laughs> we're going to probably talk about that another day if the Lord leads me to. Um, but I do want to kind of sing god's praises for a little bit um no i'm not going to actually sing so um don't uh, think that that's what we're going to get into not praise and worship not today but i want to just kind of um lift up the name of the lord exalt him share a little testimony here and there and just really talk about um what this podcast is for where the direction is going and everything that has happened and a little bit of stuff so i guess uh, i won't talk about the story of um my previous podcast but i will talk i will talk about this podcast so this is the narrow walk podcast um i received this title from the holy spirit the first couple of episodes um yeah, I just pulled back the veil because, uh, this is not the first episode, sorry, but the first couple episodes that I did do that I did record that were on my, uh, phone and computer and stuff like that, um, I was struggling to, like, remember the name of the podcast. I kid you not, and this is not me trying to be, like, deep or spiritual or whatever. I just did not remember it because I'm used to my previous podcast name, and the Holy Spirit gave me this podcast name, like, audibly clear as day while i was doing something i don't even remember what i was doing i just wrote it down in my notes saved it pinned it and then like went about my life and when it came time to now do it um it came back up again so uh i had to like make a an ig and <laughs> i had to like do a canva logo and like uh promote it a little bit but, like, I haven't recorded anything yet. I hadn't write, written anything for, like, an episode or anything like that. Um. So, then when I started doing the first couple episodes, I would, like, be, like, towards the end, I was, like, so thank you for listening to... And then I would just pause, and I would not know the podcast name, and I would have to literally go to my notes and check the podcast name. Um. And to me, it was funny, because I was just like, what? Like, but... It also is just showing, like, the leading of the Lord, the leading of the Holy Spirit, like, the real purpose of this current season in my life. And the real purpose of um, the Lord not only sharing with me what he's sharing with me, but, like, also sharing with me things and instilling in me things and healing me to uh do that and reflect and do the same for others and stuff like that it's just like a whole a whole thing um so yeah um how are you guys i want (laughs) i want to be like a little bit personal um with this one go around i think my last one was pretty personal too really personal because i would come out of prayer and then just start recording i was like wow but uh i'm genuinely serious like i want to know how you guys are Um, you can really just put that in the comments. If you need prayer for anything, put it in the comments, um, or like DM me, DM the page. I genuinely want to know because I genuinely care. Um, I'll tell you how I am. I'm doing great. So the Lord has been taking me through healing, um, has been taking me through deliverance, um impending and stuff but it's it's taking me through personal deliverance and stuff like that um through his word um i've the holy spirit has revealed a lot of things i have dealt with childhood wise you know we all go through things we all have childhood things for the most part most of us some of us some of us don't praise god um praise god for both you know because god still gets the glory but um we go through things and uh God has to, like, heal our minds and our hearts and renew it with his word. Um, I don't know if any of you guys ever been through those moments of just reading. Maybe I'm going to sound say this and sound like a baby, but um, reading his word and just, like, weeping, sobbing, crying, any of those things. Um, I know sometimes we see that in worship because... The presence of the Lord comes in and it's like overwhelming, and we love Him and we want to sing His praises. But, um, I want to know if anyone, and this is why, like, I love this podcast and this different type of uh setup and environment that I'm creating for it because I really truly don't think at first it's gonna be like when people when I ask people stuff like this, um. I'm going to see that many responses, but as time goes on, I definitely know that people are going to start responding and stuff like that, which, um, I love, and I just want to open the room for that. I want to know if anybody's ever been in that space where they have read the word and just started weeping because God like is healing them through the word of God. Has that ever happened to you? And if it hasn't happened, I pray that it happens. It's a beautiful thing. It's like literally, um, deliverance through his word and um you know the bible actually talks about like being delivered through the word of god but it's also just like the fact that um we know sometimes that we we see deliverance and deliverance ministers in action and they're like delivering people and stuff like that and um casting out demons they would you know the people that would be manifesting or like releasing those demons would start crying, would start coughing, would start, you know, doing a whole bunch of stuff that is just showing the demon coming out. Um and it's just like a healing process sometimes takes bef- happens and takes place before deliverance, during deliverance or after deliverance. But um when like you're reading his word And, like, you're kind of, like, getting delivered and healed from it It happens simultaneously, at least for me. And it's kind of, like, an interesting perspective because I see the healing as it coming in from, like, okay, the Lord's uh, looking at your current state and your wounds and the things that you have gone through. He's providing a solution through his word. And, um... You're reading his word, and his word is, like, uh, cleansing the wound, cleaning the wound, and stitching it up all at the same time. And then you're also being delivered from the way that you used to think before um, about your situation or life, and you're now walking in his truth. It's a very powerful thing, and I just want to know if you guys ever have went through that and like i said if you haven't i just pray the lord does take you through it uh a lot of healing and deliverance comes from the word of god so that's my little testimony from what's been happening to my life recently but right now we're just gonna get into ephesians bible study i don't know what i'm gonna title this podcast yet because we're gonna just go a couple places but i'm really excited about this episode i'm even more excited because um I got spiritual warfare before uh-huh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like who, and, and anybody in the right mind would be like, who's like, who's happy about that? Like, why are you like talking about spiritual warfare? That sounds scary. What, but for me, you know, if you read the word of God and James, it says, count it all joy when you know, you're tempted by the enemy and the enemy tried me and, um, tried to like, get me to stop recording this episode today Um, and, like, it was right before I was getting ready to start it. It's just so interesting. It it actually happened in the first couple of, um, recordings and, um, like, um, plannings of the other episodes and stuff like that. But for this one, it bothered me more so specifically because I'm gonna say how I came upon this study and how it became an episode in general. Okay? So I... Literally was reading the book of Ephesians for the purpose of, like I said, the Lord has been putting Ephesians in my face throughout all the, well, I actually didn't say that. Let me tell you that. So basically the Lord has been putting Ephesians in my mind, in my face, um, in videos and around people, they're talking about Ephesians. Like he would just throw it in my face and in my mind and just like, at like some point I was like, okay, maybe I should read Ephesians, um, because it was just going through something, um, that the Lord wanted to like I said deliver and heal me from and I found it literally within the first chapter. Um, and it's actually throughout the whole book that I'm like going to do uh, like a full Bible study. so that's probably what I don't know if this is gonna be like season one or a couple episodes of the study. I don't know what's going on. I'm just being led by the Holy Spirit so like just buckle up for whatever we' going through. But to be real, um, this was just a personal Bible study. Like I said, it's the same study that I did where I was like crying and I was like, eh, you know, and, <laughs> um, so when I started the Bible study, sorry, just had like a little malfunction moment. When I started the Bible study, I prayed before it and I asked the Lord for, um, like spirit of revelation and for him to reveal himself in his word and give me understanding and stuff like that, which I bit i'm gonna bring something to y'all real quick to the front table like to just really uh understand this when we're praying for the spirit of revelation sometimes our prayers have to be specific and honestly if you're okay with this next part that i'm about to say go for it but if you want to just study a specific book Ask the Lord specifically, Lord, I'm going to study Ephesians. Can you give me the spirit of revelation and understanding of this specific book, Ephesians? And I'm going to tell you why. Because somebody like me, I can get into the word of God and just start going. Like when the spirit of revelation comes upon me, I just go. Like like this is why I try my best to write notes like this for a podcast because um like certain times i've started podcast episodes and i just started rambling going all types of places but um specifically with bible study i want to be like clear and concise and have it all come together uh for um my understanding of his word and stuff like that and when i start so i know more than just like the book of ephesians um i know some verses in here and i know other verses without throughout the bible like the word of god is just implanted in my heart um but when i'm i'm studying ephesians and i'm like writing down the notes and stuff and the holy spirit's like leading me and just guiding me like i will get another verse from like a different part of the bible and i'll go get that verse and i'll go like okay type down the verse and i'll like write notes on that verse and then I'll have a whole revelation about that verse. So that's what we're going to. We're going to have some revelation about other verses, like in within Ephesians and stuff like that. Um, I know that's how the word of God works for most of you. Some some of you can understand that. But like for me, um, uh, it's a lot sometimes because <laughs> my brain be going like 30 different places. And I'm like, whoa, like slow down. Like the, re- the spirit of re- revelation will come upon me heavy. And it's because it's not just me praying for it the first time I've like little side note, I've had people pray for that over me and stuff like that. So it's like a heavy thing that comes on me. Like I start revelating, like I will, if I don't stay in one book, I'll start revelating in every like 30 different books that I read like this within the Bible, obviously. So that's why um, I said, if you want to study a specific book or do a Bible study on a specific book, Just ask the Lord, like, specifically for that revelation in that specific area. Um, But if you don't, you know, more power to you. So I asked the Lord for the revelation in Ephesians, and he gave it to me, and I I had this whole thing. And honestly, I was going to keep this because it was for me, and I liked it. Um, But the Lord said share it. So uh, we're going to do that. And the enemy didn't like that Um, and tried to uh, confuse me before we started um and tried to get me to think that i was uh, uh being taught wrong and all this stuff and i'm just like that's weird because uh the holy spirit taught me <laughs> and yeah. um when i read this i definitely prayed to god before i read it and i was just it wasn't reading and revelating out of my own behind so you're a liar and i had to come against him with the word real quick and now i'm confident I'm concise. I'm ready to go. I hope y'all are ready. Uh, this is the first time I'm ever saying this to anyone ever anywhere, but um, get a note, get a, a piece of paper, um, a notepad, a piece of paper, a uh, notebook, you know, your notes on your phone, get a pen, a pencil, highlighter even, and let's go because I have some stuff. For us to get into all from the spirit of the Lord, the living God. So, Heavenly Father, thank you for bringing us here together under one thing, which is Jesus. One thing that unites us, which is your word, Lord. So, I thank you, God, that you are just allowing us to come together to study your word, to understand your word, and for revelation to break out in your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. So we're doing Ephesians Bible study. Um, so let's start. Um, I actually am starting with verse three. Cause verse one. Oh, also let's talk about the um, not the verses. Let's talk about the um, Sorry, just slipped my mind. Versions, sorry. Let's talk about the versions of scriptures we're going to use today. We're using the ESV and the KJV. Um, so, yeah. And I... Skipped verse one and two, but we can read it. But I skipped it for the purpose of the study. Um, but it's basically a greeting from Paul the Apostle who's writing to the church of Ephesus. He says, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's just a greeting, I skipped it. Let's talk about verse three all right ephesians 1 verse 3 bless be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us in christ with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places so pause um immediately i started typing Led by the Spirit of God, and this says, in the text, we recognize God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, has already blessed us. He's already um, has gifts set up for us in heavenly places. There's no need for searching, yearning for what he's already supplied us with. Why would we go searching for peace, joy, healing, and other places when the Father in heaven has already blessed us with it? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for preparing me to receive it. So that's what the Lord um, laid on my heart for that verse, essentially understanding that the Lord has blessed us with spiritual blessings. um, And a lot of... Uh, I'll be careful when I say this sometimes when people uh, uh, preach this verse or teach this verse or share this verse, they'll be like, you know, the Lord has blessed me with all spiritual blessings. And then they, they will just talk, start talking about like physical things, which is quite weird. Cause it literally says spiritual blessings <laughs> in heavenly places. And we know that spiritual is things that we cannot see. So um, praise God, the spiritual can manifest in the physical, but um, specifically, it's talking about spiritual blessings in heavenly places. So, things that we're not we're not immediately talking about a car, right? When we read the spiritual blessings, we're not talking about a car. We're not talking about a house. We're not talking about we're talking more 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 things that we can't see, but we receive from the Lord. So, it's like peace, joy, healing, um, other things. You know, um, sound mind. He has already blessed us with this in heavenly places um part of this is tying into the next verse so we're going to go ahead and um continue uh Ephesians 1 verse 4 and 5 remember this is ESV guys so if you are reading in another version we're gonna go to KJV for one of the verses because I'll explain that later but (laughs) so uh Ephesians one verse uh four and five it says, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him, in love he predestined us for adoption for himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. Okay? So (laughs) I'm sorry. I wrote down here, how. <laughs> why did I write this? I said, how, how can you lose what you already chose? <laughs> um, but it's true. Uh, how can you lose what you already chose? Before the world was constructed and the foundations were laid, he chose you. You are chosen, not for a random reason or because he felt like it. He chose you to be holy and blameless before him. Remember that this is a holy and righteous God. We could not abide with him in our sin because God doesn't like sin, but he loved us so much. He wanted us to have the greatest gift we could ever have. And that is him. He predestined us for adoption, meaning he knew that we were going to become what we had become, but he set the stage for redemption through Jesus Christ. We are adopted. We are loved. We are cared for. We are made holy. This was the, was his purpose this was his plan this was his perfect will at this point tears are falling i'm boohoo crying i am bawling um had to shift my bible out the way because i didn't want the tears to drop on the bible and the uh, page to start wrinkling um and it was it is it became like that because that's what i needed i needed to hear that um and uh i didn't write it like for myself um (laughs) because i i was going through it uh the holy spirit led me to write this and i as of reading it back to like you know coming from that verse that's what it is so remember um who you are in christ um there is a uh prophet who uh said recently i think they've been saying it through their whole like um you know ministry um and career and stuff like that but she said that before i can perfect the office of a prophet i had to perfect the office of a daughter which i think is just so true honest powerful like we have to understand who we are in christ first and a lot of people um and i was one of those people so i say a lot because a lot of people don't know And they think that who we are in Christ is, like, being a prophet, being a teacher, being a minister, being um, so-and-so. No, who you are in Christ is chosen, adopted, loved, the righteousness of Christ Jesus. Like, you got to understand what God says about you before um, you try to take on a ministry or try to take on a uh, assignment. Because when you're going to step into that assignment, you're going to be moving in um the flesh you're going to be moving in um in, in a spirit of uh what's the word i think it's called a, like a spirit of um not abandonment help me holy spirit uh it's like literally right here in my orphan a orphan spirit thank you holy spirit you're going to be moving in an orphan spirit um and essentially what that is is like you don't know who you are and you don't know who you are because you don't know who you belong to. Come on. And we all have to do that healing, including myself, of not understanding who we are, who we belong to because a lot of the times and this is the original top title of this video or title of this uh podcast episode um which I think is interesting and funny. A lot of the times uh we don't know who we are in is because we were taught wrong we were taught wrong we were taught wrong about the gospel we we're taught wrong about the word of god and then it it's sad but it's kind of on us to learn him for ourselves um and you know those people who taught you wrong they're going to have to stand before the Lord Um, and the Bible, the word of God says that the teachers get high um, held to a higher judgment. So it's, the, you know, they they're going to have to deal with that with the Lord about how they taught you. But it is also your responsibility to get to know the Jesus you just gave your life to. Right. So to go into the word of God, to read the Gospels, to read the New Testament, to read the Old Testament, to understand God in his word in fullness. Um, and once you understand who you are, who you belong to. Um, what your inheritance is, what you got, your authority, everything that God has promised to you, you will not walk around like an orphan, you will not walk around like a chicken with his head cut off, don't know where to go, don't know um where to plant your feet at, but you know that your firm foundation is Jesus Christ, it's just not a Chandler Moore song, love you Chandler, but <laughs> it's literally Jesus, like, Jesus is your foundation. Um, so that's why it says, even he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, before the world was even set, before the stage was even set. He chose us uh, and he chose us through his son, Jesus like he made a sacrifice he understood we were gonna and this this part blew me this this part actually was the part that started to make me like ball and stuff like that um is the he pre- predestined us for adoption part because it's like he knew what we were going to become and he had the sage but he had the stage set for redemption which is just it's mind-blowing you know there's doctrines out there about predestination and stuff like that but it's like When we understand predestined, we have to take into account that God does not—he has a will that cannot be thwarted, right? The word of God says that his will cannot be thwarted. Essentially, his will cannot be stopped. His will cannot be moved, shifted, you know, whatever. But then he has a will for each one of our individual lives. And we're going to get into how we can— be walking in his will or walking outside of his will and why that is important. And, um, yeah, so let's move on to verse six and seven. The Holy spirit's moving right now. I feel it. I feel the spirit of God. I don't know if you feel it over where you at, but I feel it where I'm at. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about Ephesians of verse six and seven, uh, to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved in him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace. Um, pause. So now that we are redeemed, we praise him for the grace that is everlasting and abounds in righteousness, even when sin is increased because of the law, according to Romans 5, verse 20 to 21. He's not holding our sins over his head, over our head. He's not holding our sins over our heads as we sometimes do to ourselves, but he redeemed us through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. Um, he has forgiven us of our trespasses. In fact, in according to, um, I don't know if I'm going to say this, but Micaiah, Micah, don't, don't destroy me for this, but <laughs> Micaiah, I got it. Yeah, I think it's Micaiah. Got it. Micaiah 7 verse 19, Jesus cast all our sins into the depths of the sea which is a marvelous comparison and here is where i start the revelating right all right so i am a geek a nerd for nature i don't believe in um Going to school and studying for that stuff. I'm just like, just for me, you cannot not going to make me something I enjoy for fun make me do it in a school setting. Like, it just is not going to work. I know <laughs> somebody, please comment below. Please respond. Whatever videos you see this on, whatever. Platform, whatever. Let me know if you feel the same way. If I enjoy something, don't make me school for it. Just don't make me school for it. I want to enjoy that thing outside of a school testing like setting i just i don't believe in that like it it makes me not like the thing anymore it makes me stressed out it makes me like but because i love nature i love animals i love like when i see um i've always been this way as well also i love space and stuff like that um and when i like being um you know a new creation in Christ giving my life to Jesus right I started seeing nature and stuff in like a different lens like in the as the creation as God creation and it's like a beautiful thing um and but when I was younger I I would now don't get me wrong I used to do good in science classes and stuff like that and whatever glory be to God but <laughs> I don't like to learn in school about things that I love I love nature. And it's not I don't like to learn. That's not the language. It's I don't like to be, like, tested and, like, make it, like, a school thing. Like, I don't – if you know, you know. Like, it's a lot of y'all like art. Y'all just don't want to be, oh, you have a art midterm exam. You know what I mean? Like, you you have an art final. Like, what? A lot of y'all like photography. You have a photogra- photography final. You like um playing your instruments, or whatever you like singing you have a, a final to sing like nobody wants a final nobody wants you know what i mean but neither here nor there i love nature and stuff like that so i brought this up to say that i um i get very 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 down with nature talk i love nature tiktok i love it i just like you go scroll on my tiktok see something about nature animals um different places in the world all that stuff i love those documentaries on netflix anything like nature love it right so say all that to say uh tiktok came up on my uh for you page like maybe um sometime this week last week or whatever and it talked about the ocean now i knew this fact like maybe maybe around a year ago a year and a half ago maybe two years i couldn't i could have known this fact when i was younger but i'm not really sure i don't remember but i learned this fact like two years ago a year ago and a half about how we know more about the um outer space we know more about space than we know about our own ocean and that blew my when i tell you that blew my mind right it's connecting this with the word of god let's 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 come back right so the tiktok was like essentially talking about the depths of the ocean and how we don't know that much about the ocean even though it is 70% get this 70% of the earth's surface is water is the ocean so let's get into some of these like facts that i found out actually um and then another cool fact that i found out this morning so it's gonna like turn it like slightly to a nature podcast but we're gonna get back to the words it's gonna tie together just focus stay with me so uh i said it, which which was a marvelous comparison right about jesus casting our sins into the depths of the sea because less than 10 percent of the ocean has been explored and 80 percent of almost um all of the ocean is undiscovered while 5% of the ocean floor has been accurately mapped 5% 5% of the ocean's floor has been accurately mapped while 95% is a mystery do you understand those numbers the ocean's floor like the floor of the like like boom like rock bottom mind you the, the tiktok that i watched was like we've only went down like thirty five thousand something like that um uh was it meters something like that right we've only hit like a specific parts but there's like way deeper parts way deeper depths of the sea that we have never discovered some of you might be jumping with this revelation um with what i just said about uh is 719 now but stay with me so think about that for a second with all the advanced technology in the world it can never recover your sin casted deep into the depths of the sea it can never be found but in fact forgotten that's what Jesus did to your sin this is what we are grateful for this is what Paul tells us to praise him for start to treat your sin like that so The spirit of the Lord revealed to me, like, as Jesus sees our sin is exactly how we should see our sin. Like, we ask for forgiveness for our sin and the word of God says that he casts it into the depths of the sea with the comprehension that you now have and the understanding and the wisdom, the knowledge about the ocean and how we don't even really know that much about it. The depths of the ocean could go so far deep. We don't even understand. In fact, I got another fact for you. (laughs) I actually found out from Joe Rogan. um, I don't watch his stuff. I just, it was a TikTok. Okay. I just like had to throw that in there. Um, (laughs) Scientists discover a massive ocean beneath the earth's surface, bigger than all the seas above land. Are you getting this? This is crazy. This was March 28th, 2023. This Article came out. I'm recording this March 31st. This article came out uh three days ago. They just discovered there's an ocean under the earth's surface that is larger than so and um the the TikTok that I actually watched was talking about this is proving now the word of God when it says that the um I believe it was the the waters of the deep were were, were, were burst open, uh referring to Noah's flood. That's proving the word of God now. Um, and man, so this means I'm adding on top of more than we ever even understood before, right? So there's 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 the water above and then there's the water below, which I don't I'm not trying to uh the revelation is so heavy, but I'm not trying to get into Genesis uh creation. (laughs) We're staying on Ephesians, but stay with me. I'm just trying to take you to Micah 7. Um 19 right it's the waters above and the waters below from what we know right now that was just discovered so there's water there's depths of the sea deep within the earth there's deeper sea than you could so when you envision this verse and it says he will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea understand that your your sins baby they're gone they can't be recovered. They're not going to you cannot no one no mankind cannot create technology enough to and obviously talking about it in a figurative way, but mankind cannot create uh great enough technology to go and find your sins that's that's cast in the depths of the sea. And the Holy Spirit revealed to me that just as Jesus has treated our sin, we should treat it the same way. He casts us in the depths of the sea, the depths of the sea, stuff that we can't even discover, stuff that if we we, we dive a certain feet, that's barely close to how deep the, the sea is in the earth, barely like percentages far from how deep the actual uh, sea in the earth is, we dive to a specific point, we die. We can't even dive that low. We can't even send technology that low before it starts malfunctioning, cracking, and stuff. Jesus has eradicated your sins <laughs> by his, um, by his deed. What he did on the cross, he's threw it away. You asked for forgiveness. He forgot about it. Now it's time for you to do the same. Now it's time for you to change. Verses eight through ten. Let's go to Ephesians. Uh, one we're staying in Ephesians 1 verses 8 to 10 okay making known to the mystery making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ which he lavished upon us and all wisdom and insight as a plan for the fullness of time he unites all things in him things in heaven and things on earth so it's a reconciling right this is he he revealed the wisdom of the purpose of jesus christ the reason why he came and it's coming together to reconcile like everything that he made for good back to him for his glory for his good for his purpose now we're switching to kjv all right Uh, i just like the translation in this one better Um, this is Ephesians 1 verse 11 to 12 this is Ephesians 1 verses 11 to 12 KJV I hope you're still note-taking and things of that nature Um, and we're about to just get into something that kind of blew my mind even more so let's get into this Um, all right Ephesians 1 11 to 12 KJV In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of his will, he worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ. Okay? So, excuse me, sorry. So, I'm going to say that again. In whom... Also, we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. We have gained much in Christ, promises that were established before our existence and predestined according to God's purpose. Now, I'm going to wrap um, this back around to this inheritance portion and in this because he's going to say inheritance again towards the end of this, and I'm going to tie it in um, with a word that God has given me earlier this week and um, with another sc- portion of scripture. But we're just going to keep going right now. Um, but the KJV reads for this portion, Who worketh all things, who is... Um, the one who we're referring to, who is God, obviously, Um, and after the counsel of his own will, right? So the who is God, he works all things after the counsel of his own will, proving what the Holy Spirit has been instilling in me more than ever recently, which is God's will is better than ours. Notice what the text says. He works all things after the counsel of his own will i'm going to emphasize those words again he works all things after the counsel of his own will what is counsel um webster dictionary gives us the definition as advice opinion or instruction given in directing the judgment or conduct of another opinion or instruction given in directing the judgment or the conduct of another i've never viewed this piece of text like this in this way and it blows my mind to think about it um and if you've been got this don't tease me please 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 but the text is saying If you take God's instruction, if you take his opinion, if you take his advice, if you take his directing of better judgment, that's when he works all things after that. So read that text again in a new lens. I'm going to read it again for you. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in christ um so the holy spirit really changed my whole thought process on this because the lord predestined us not just to any purpose but to his purpose right uh to work in accordance with the will he planned for our lives and and in this, we should praise his glory, his magnificence, and his righteousness to who has first what. What did we do? We trust in Christ. So essentially what this verse, like, revealed to me, which something that, you know, the Lord has always told me, but, like, a little bit better in this specific context, is he's working things always. God is always working things. But in His own will, mm. He can work things outside of His will and your will, but that's bringing destruction to you because your will is not better than His will. There's not, and God has a better judgment. He works things in the after the counsel of His own will. It's it's crazy because it's like God. Starts working things around what he knows is better, and I, I I bring it brings me to what I had written down here next. Um, a lot of us love love absolutely love Romans eight twenty eight, and it's a great great verse, right? And we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose and you know another thing is i never realized that um that verse said the called um because a lot of people just like kind of throw the the out there sometimes when they're quoting it and you know glory be to god they just, sometimes they just read it off the top of their head they're not really reading it out of the uh the word of god but uh, they'll be like who are called to according to his purpose. But I know like different versions say different things. Maybe I'm not sure, um, but I'm reading the KJV right now. And it says, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose. So notice the clause here. You can love God or claim you love God, but not want his purpose for your life right you can be called but not want his purpose for your life okay um but at what point do you start to like realize why things aren't working together and not in a way of like you know things are just not going good for me you know what i mean like we have those days everybody has those days you know the great prophetess here in montana once said but we don't listen it's not about things working out and this this is what the holy spirit gave me in the shower which is like blew my mind too right before this episode it's not work it's not about things working out the good in your eyes it's about it being good in god's eyes And good in God's will and good in God's purpose. Like all this stuff sounds great, but it's like when it's actually like acting out in your life, it's like it's hard. That's why that's why we have Jesus. You know what I mean? Jesus, we're clinging out to Jesus, we're clinging out to God's word, because that's what helps us get through allowing his will to work and shift in our lives because it doesn't work with our carnal mind and that's why we have to do it in the spirit of god right we're not serving him in flesh we're serving him in spirit and in truth um and you have to at some point realize why things are not turning out good for you or not turning out good in the will of god um or in god's uh perfect plan or in this you have to view in the outside of like what is god's word saying and how it corresponds to my life because uh i'm a little jumping ahead because i have this written down and i want to continue but um his will is outlined in his word okay so you have to the the way that we get his will and the way that we get an understanding of what he wants for us it's pretty much outlined in his word and we're gonna get to who gives you um guidance and counsel in revelation and revelation in his word which is the holy spirit but I'm, I'm jumping ahead um i got excited sorry um all right so let's go back to the esv because i had to really um get that in the kjv but I can't deal with the thy, and thou, and I'm sorry. Like, for the rest of the text, we need to be ESV. Uh, so Ephesians 1, verses 13 to 14, ESV. In him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is guaranteed. Who is the guarantee? of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory um quick revelation i love that the lord didn't have me write anything for this besides um uh the prophetic word he gave me because i just stopped at this part and he just said to you know so quick revelation i just got in like while reading this um the inheritance part is really, uh, interesting to me, um, so, when you think of an inheritance, right, you think of something that, um, you think of something that is, uh, you know, like, promised, it's within the family, it's, uh, something that has run in the family or whether it could be money or a property a heirloom whatever the case may be and sometimes okay so think of this process real quick because the holy spirit just gave this to me you wouldn't ever really give a family heirloom to a baby would you I mean, some people do. Glory be to God. They'll they'll put the little, uh, they'll cut cut the necklace and put the. That's a bad example, okay? You wouldn't give millions of dollars to a baby. So, like, if you had, <laughs> that's a better example, right? Or you wouldn't give the uh the D to a house of a, to a baby. So, when we're talking about like inheritance, uh, think of inheritance in like a, a earthly manner, right? Uh, and the baby's next up for the inheritance. Congratulations. You're not giving the baby the inheritance when they're an infant. So that's what this verse pointed out to me. When it says that we're sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, that's what we receive when we accept the truth of God, who is the word of the truth, which is the gospel of our salvation. We're saved by uh, faith, uh, by grace through faith in Christ alone, right? And we receive the promised Holy Spirit, which is our guarantee. Like, so we have the Holy Spirit. We're guaranteed inheritance. But it says until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. So this ties back into the will thing, guys. And it's so beautiful to me. Like, God's will and purpose and plan is all coming together in this final well, it's not the final verse of the ch- uh, chapter, but in this in this little final portion that we're reading, um, it's showing that God doesn't want to give you everything that you're inherited in Christ Jesus. When you're an infant, when you're a child, like it's like giving millions of dollars to a like a like a five year old. What is a five year old going to do with a million dollars or with a car or with a house? But God is going to seal you with the Holy Spirit who's going to be your teacher, your counselor, your friend, right? And he's going to guide you in his word, take you through experiences, uh grow you deeper in his love, advance you, mature you, and when it's your time for you to leave on here on earth, your the promised holy spirit that's sealed in you is your guarantee to salvation. It's your guarantee to the inheritance of god it's 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 your guarantee to um not the guarantee to salvation but the guarantee to well not too. but the game because <laughs> you, you have to have the holy spirit right but your guarantee to um receive the things of god receive like we said earlier about the spiritual blessings in heavenly places you know what i mean god more specifically not even the salvation thing drawing back from that point but i'm specifically talking about uh things that god has set for you before time like he before creation he has set gifts and things and blessings in heavenly places for you to pull down upon and in season he's going to give them to you but he doesn't like i said he doesn't give uh you don't give a a child a car or a house or the deed to a house or key like what are they going to do with that right So, that's what that is. Um, Yeah, just clarifying the salvation thing. So, um, now let's talk about um, this word that the Lord gave me, and we're going to wrap it up with prayer and everything. Um, I want to roughly end this off in just under an hour. Yay! I hate when it goes a little bit over an hour. It's it's okay. I just, like, you know. Um, So... The Lord gave me a a word. um, If you follow me on any portions of my social medias, whether that be the TikTok or the Instagram or the Facebook or whatever, uh, you might have saw it. (sighs) Essentially, the Lord told me, times are rapidly changing. My spirit is seeking for willing vessels in the earth, people to yearn for the will of the Lord to be completed in the earth. First Peter chapter five. I'm calling my people back to me. I'm drawing many out of darkness. No longer will sin and the scepter of wickedness reign on the land. Psalms 125. My spirit is being poured out. My power is being poured out. And my love is being poured out. To willing vessels, not selfish vessels. Genesis 25. Hold steady to my word. My word is enough to cling on to in this time. Because when I begin to move, you'll know it's me. There's only one way to know whether it's a move of God or not by its fruits. This is the word of the Lord. So I want to talk about this really cool thing that God kind of shared with me about this word. Um, Not only did it it was like encouraging and it's a blessing and stuff but, um, it was a Genesis 25 part, which I was just interested in, and I was like, what is that about, um, and you could also read the rest of the verses that I, I, I titled out, um, Psalms 125 and First 1 Peter 5, but the Genesis 25 really, it was an interesting one to me, because I knew, like, it, it had to tie in with the story of Genesis, um, like, early on, uh, before like you know God's people nation of Israel. Um and it talked about Esau and Jacob. And it was talking about ding 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 the inheritance of God. Right? Um and well specifically in this story it was talking about uh Jacob and Esau's inheritance. But I'm tying it in with the inheritance of God and how we have uh I, I did this whole study And it's so funny that God gave me this study after he gave me this word and after, you know, this story and this revelation and everything. So it just really is tying in. And I I just hear him speaking like inheritance, inheritance, inheritance. Um, We inherit so much as his children. I think he's really getting us to just pull down on it in the season. Um, In accordance to his will. Because I think he, uh, earlier, you know, before i get into the jacob and esau thing earlier um he had me pray um you know intercede for something um and then he had me intercede on time release things i feel like the spirit of the lord is leading me to share this um because we um if you're well versed in like spiritual warfare the word of god and warring with the word and all that stuff if, if you're well versed in that if you're not um it's okay you know i'll explain it to you as well but if you're well versed in it you understand there's a thing called time release curses um essentially what that is is uh everybody's kind of like hopefully aware of generational curses if you're not it's just a a curse that goes from generation to generation to generation due to disobedience to god so actually the word of god describes god giving curses a lot of people think that it's like a devil thing a satan thing Mm, i feel like those teachers where it's like "Mm, right there but not quite because technically god distributes curses he is the ultimate judge of the universe. So <laughs> uh that's what his word says. So and throughout all throughout his word he released curses on um a whole bunch of people. You just read it in the old testament curses were being released. Even in the um New Testament it talks about curses. So and and it's always was distributed or um authorized by God um because of disobedience or and rejection of him. So or rejection more specifically of his word, um, which is his son, and it's, it's great, you know, that little tie-in thing. But I'm saying this all to say, um, God was having me pray about time release uh gifts and time release blessings. Because we tend to talk about time release curses, but God is really trying to say in this season. I want to time release giftings. Right. So every single gift that's been dormant because you didn't really know that you had it or every gift that you kind of um, just didn't know either that was there or you just didn't feel like the Lord was leading you to use it on a greater scale or whatever the case may be. God is like tripling and doubling that and like bringing it into existence and it was specifically using me to call forth the time release of his will so essentially the devil doesn't come up with anything um original right so when we hear about like the people in the kingdom of darkness using like time release curses and stuff like that um or like, speaking curses over places, more specifically. You know, we'll hear about people coming out of, like, uh, Satanism and witchcraft or whatever, and they say they used to speak curses, like, over areas, cities, states, and stuff like that. The Lord was actually using me, and I'm not... Listen, it's, if it's not your assignment, don't do it. I have the preferences with, the, with that. But it was my assignment specifically today to speak... Um, Time-released... Uh, anointings, giftings, blessings over specifically children and people um that God wants to uh lift up. And that's what I think this whole inheritance thing is tying into. You know, uh we're sealed with the promised Holy Spirit when we give our life to Christ, but God has so much more for us. You know what I mean? And that's what this study was really about. It's about knowing who you are in God. It's about knowing His will and for your life and being in his will being in his plan being in his purpose which you will all find in his word you don't got to search for it you don't got to uh go to a conference praise god sorry for those conferences you know those conferences are great they're they're great tools a lot of these things are great tools but we can find a lot of this stuff in his word we can find our purpose our will all this stuff God will re- re- reveal to you and release in his word if you just search for it and ask ask and it shall be given unto you um so yeah, we, we, it, just knowing who you are in Christ, knowing the will and the purpose that and plan that God has set for you before the foundations of the earth. He got stuff set up in heavenly places for you before the earth was even like made. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> the earth, Like, maybe talk about how old the earth is. You know, it's debatable whether it's thousands or billions of years old, but the earth is old, older than you. So... Before the earth was made, he had stuff set up for you. He had stuff promised for you. And it all comes in his will and in accordance to his will. Notice how all these verses were saying according to, according to, according to. Because it's all according to what God planned. It's not what we want, not what we plan, not what we desire, praise God. But God will change our desires to be aligned with his will if we ask. So that's what we want to do today, and if you haven't done that, I pray that you do that, and I'm going to do a prayer for that at the end. And just also, finally, you know, knowing whose we are, right? Knowing that we are chosen sons and daughters of Christ. Please be encouraged by this message. I'm going to pray for anybody who does not know Christ first, um, and then I'm going to pray for the people who um, want to get to know the Lord a little bit better and want to be aligned in his will, don't really know their purpose, kind of confused in this season, don't know where they're supposed to go. um. Oh, I was actually supposed to thank you, Holy Spirit. I was actually supposed to give an encouragement at um, uh, the beginning of this because I felt led to, when I was in the shower, I thought about this, um, how like, the enemy tried to trick me out of my spot i've been saying that a lot lately because this is the truth he's trying to trick me he's trying to trick me out of my spot god had me designated in a post and he's trying to get me to go walk away from that post listen to his babbling over there in the corner and be confused about who i am and try to you know get me to uh lose faith in god and all this all this other stuff chat i'm not worried about him but listen <laughs> uh he really try to work on my mind to attack it and make me think that I'm not supposed to be doing the podcast anymore. I'm not supposed to be sharing the word of God. I don't have enough. I don't do en- like all this stuff, man. And I'm here to tell each and every single one of you, those of you who God has called to start a podcast in the name of Jesus, do it. God has called you to an online ministry. God has called you to a physical walking ministry, whatever it is, whether it's a street evangelism, whether it is starting a church, becoming a pastor, working at your church, uh starting a children's ministry, opening an orphanage, whatever God has called you to in the name of Jesus, I pray that it is done. It is finished. It is completed. You just have to pull onto it hold onto his will trust him pray in his will and do what he says in the season that he says to do it because that's when everything the 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 good the great things work together right that's when it worketh in the in the king james verse that's when it worketh together it worketh together where you do things according to the counsel of His will? So don't let the enemy trick you out of your spot, making you think that, "Oh, I'm not supposed to do this. I don't have enough for this. I don't have enough." Uh-uh, baby. All you need is the Word of God and the Holy Spirit, and 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 some and some good support around you who who also um uh know the Word of God in our sound <laughs> sound doctrine. Um, and those people, God will send them. If you don't have them in the season, that's fine. If it's, if it's just you and God right now, ask the Lord, where, where, where shall you go? Right. But you just need God, the word of God, the Holy spirit. You're good. Start what God has asked you to start. If it's not time yet, write the vision, make it plain, pray on it, ask the Lord when it's time. Do not let the enemy trick you out of your spot in this season. Don't please. Please, okay? Time is winding up. Um, trust me, sometimes I wish uh the Lord didn't really lead me to send out those messages and I, I'm not trying to be disobedient or or disrespectful. I'm not trying to say that in any way, in a form of like, you know, in my own flesh, but I sometimes don't want to do it because people it's like the fear of man. Right. So it's like people perceive it a different way. They're like, oh, he always talk about the end times and we always talk about it. But listen, man, <laughs> you see what's going on? One, two, you see the word of God, three. Is both matching up. Okay, something's happening. Four, if God keeps telling me to say it, sound the alarm, do it, clearly. Clearly, there's truth to it. Okay? So, no, I'm not going to stop sounding the alarm. If the Lord continues to tell me to sound the alarm, if the Lord continues to tell me to intercede, if the Lord continues to tell me to start a podcast, if the Lord continues to tell me to do this and do that, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it in the counsel of his will. And I... Um, I recommend everybody who is listening to this podcast right now to do the same. That's my, that's my prayer. That's my hope. That's my desire. I declare that in the name of Jesus. I'm going to pray for anybody who doesn't know Christ. If you were just listening to this broadcast, you don't know God. And you're just like, what is a, uh, according, accordance to thou and thou. (laughs) and um, an inheritance and a spiritual blessing in a heavenly place. What is this? Do you want to know? You really want to know? Okay, let me tell you real quick. So we're born into sin, right? Um, None of us know good. None of us can do good. We cannot achieve any level of good to be in the presence of the Lord for eternity. We can't do it. We cannot dwell with him in a sinful nature. There's nothing we can do. The Bible says it's like our good deeds are like filthy rags. So guess what? Before the foundation of the world, there was a slain lamb. That slain lamb was Jesus Christ. He came down to earth, was wrapped in flesh, fully God, fully man, fully divine, fully man. Let's get that straight. Been seeing a lot of stuff about, you know, be careful with them doctrines, y'all. All All right? He died. He had a ministry that was amazing. But people, they couldn't take it. They couldn't take the heat. They couldn't take the truth. (laughs) They can't take the truth they got out of the kitchen. But they hated the truth so much that they wanted to kill him. But he says, they're not killing me. I'm laying down my life mm, so you can have eternal life. So Jesus died for your sins. There's this video, and I'm going to leave it down in the description. It's a tearjerker, quite frankly. Um, quite frankly. <laughs> I'm malfunctioning again. People going to think I'm a robot by the end of this episode. Um, quite frankly, it's a tearjerker. <laughs> and... I, I, I can't watch it all the time but sometimes I, I watch it just to cry um <laughs> and it talks about what Christ actually went through during that time like how he was on the cross and how he was uh, you know bitterly bru- bitterly, uh brutally beaten and 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 flogged and treated and just died just a, a, a crazy death. For you to have eternal life. Christ died so you can have eternal life. So, this is a gift that you cannot earn at all you can you could try to do it for how many years as many have tried have failed <laughs> listen christ done it he finished it on the cross he just didn't die though he resurrected he resurrected the same spirit that raised god from the dead that raised jesus from the dead lives in you if you accept him as your lord and savior okay Um, I'm not going to make any promises to you that life is going to be all hunky-dory when you give your life to Christ. Listen, if you start really reading the word and start really following and walking in his footsteps, you're going to face some challenges, but it's all worth it. Why? Because you have a promise inheritance. You have a promise eternal salvation. You have the Holy Spirit living within you, helping you, guiding you. You have the word of God. You have the body of Christ. God has set everything in place for you, my love. You just got to give your life to Christ. Right now. And the word of God says, everybody that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's a belief and it's a repentance. You have to repent. You have to turn from your sin, turn from your old ways, turn from your, you have to forsake all that was behind you and hold on to Jesus' unchanging hand. So if you, have chosen to give in your life to christ i want you to dm me i want to talk with you um and uh see if i can get you a bible if you don't have one and stuff and we'll work some things out we'll just chat too like i just like to talk to people clearly as you can see uh been talking for an hour to some change um but i love you guys i love you i love you i love you i really do even though if even if I don't know you, I love you with the love of God. And I pray that this episode has blessed you. It has really blessed me a lot. Like, before I even turned the mic on, before I even set up the, the whole thing, before it blessed me. It, it blessed me. And I want you to walk away with this with knowing that God has a perfect purpose and will for your life. Lord, I pray that anyone who is listening to this who is a Christian, who is a believer in Christ, who follows Jesus, I ask that if they don't know their purpose, they don't know their will. Um, they, if they don't know their purpose, they don't know your will for their lives. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will reveal it to them, Lord, in your word, in whatever way you choose. You could choose to reveal it to them through prophecy. You could choose to reveal, but either way, Father God, it will align with your word. It is already set in stone. You said you put your word above your name, Lord. We have an understanding of what you already want for us, what you desire for us to do, and what you called us to which is sons and daughters of the most high so a lord allow us to be established and renewed in this season as children of god reminding us of walking in the office of a son and a daughter before we walk in the office of a prophet an apostle a minister an evangelist allow us to perfect the office of letting go allow us to perfect the office of releasing our will and letting your will happen in our life. Allow us to perfect the office of trusting in you and building our faith in you before we start, you know, working in areas without your grace. So give us grace, Lord, in everything that you do. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. I thank you for The people who are listening to this right now and the people that will listen to this years to come, in Jesus' mighty name, amen.